What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Thinking Project podcast, where you get to hear interviews and stories from business owners that help you start your own venture. And today I had an amazing guest, but before I get into that, just remember that you can find all of my sales training and sales courses on empatheticselling.com if you're a small business owner or a sales consultant and you need some new business development strategies or way to convert leads into customers. Uh, this mastermind group is for you. So go check it out, empatheticselling.com. And with all that being said, let me introduce Kayla Potter, who was a really good friend of mine. I was actually on her podcast talking about philosophy and stoicism. She joined me today to talk about uh, her venture and starting a business and pivoting and all of that good stuff and how through all of the scariness and all of the trials, she managed to do it. She managed to create a thriving business, and how you can too. So make sure that you leave a rate and review for this podcast. Go follow Kayla Potter on all social media platforms. All of those links will be in the description below. And I really sincerely enjoy you guys uh, listening. I really appreciate it. I'm really grateful. And without further ado, Kayla Potter, thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to share this with your friends. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kayla. I really Thanks appreciate for it. Me. Yeah. I appreciate being on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we talked on your podcast a while ago. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of wanted to start there just because we had some awesome conversations about stoicism. So mm -hmm. how has your journey been this far with that? It's been really fun. So <laughs> I've been sticking with the daily stoic. Like that's sure, you know, sure. but I feel like every day I'm having a conversation with my husband or one of my friends or something about what was brought up in the book. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Like it, I don't, it's just, it's just a lot of it is kind of how I lived my life or already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like it aligned really well with who I am anyway, but it was just like, I mean, Marcus Aurelius said it. So <laughs> no. right. yeah, well, and, and I think we, you know, we talked about it when I was on your show, but it's kind of made a comeback, but a lot of it, um, it kind of like people didn't, like I said, like people didn't call it stoicism, but they were all very stoic principles. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think some of the, the stuff stayed in, but like the kind of like the name didn't start coming back. Cause yeah, I, I remember learning about, or like when you go to some of these motivational speakers or things like that, you know, that they'll hit on a few, like, you know, you you know, hard work, you know, you can't control what you can control, right? Like stop focusing on outside things. And, uh, and I think that's, that's really poignant. And I think it's really poignant when you bring it up in what you do every day, fitness, nutrition, um, coaching, things like that. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, it transfers well. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And so tell me more about, um, and I guess just to get started, right? Introduce yourself, you know, what you do. Uh, so I'll give you a few minutes um, or however long you want to take <laughs> uh, to introduce yourself and like what you do. Um, yeah. So my name is Kayla Potter. Um, I am a mom of two littles. That's number, you know, <laughs> that's the first job. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And then, um, yeah, they're five. I have a five-year-old little boy and a one-year-old little girl so they keep me really busy and then 
you know, in my off time, I'm a coach. <laughs> uh, so I've been coaching. I've been, I like to say I've been in the fitness industry for over a decade. So it's been 11 years now. And I started as a personal trainer like most people do. And then, um, I kind of, I started kind of my own personal training business in 2015. Yeah. Um, I shared space with the chiropractor kind of outgrew that space in a way, opened my own gym in 2016 and then had that for four years. And in 2019, we added this online component where we coach people through an app and it was kind of expanded our reach and you know we were able to help people outside of just our little town and everything and so then when 20 you know when it all came down <laughs> COVID hit um we shifted everything online because we couldn't advertise people didn't want to come to the gym all that stuff mm -hmm. and um and so we shifted everything online and we were helping a ton of people online and then uh I was pregnant at the time with my daughter and so it was like in August that I made the decision to just like shift and move online. So we closed the gym in October. So I've been doing that just online for a year and a half now. Um, and it's been, I mean, it was, people asked me if it was a hard decision and it, it was hard because like, I felt like I was like there, I mean, there was a lot of emotions behind it. Right. I felt like I was mm -hmm. feeling like I'd failed at this business that I'd built, you know? Um, but the business lives on. So that's not true. Right. But the, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I mean, yeah. And, uh, so I didn't fail at that, but I think it was the right decision. And I think it was almost like, like everybody <laughs> that I had been in the gym industry with that I'd gotten to know over the last four years, you know, nationwide, we've all shifted online. Like it wasn't just me. It was like, this makes the most logical sense with how the world is going. Right. And just how my life was like, I was about to have a baby. <laughs> like I literally had her a month later, right. after I closed it. And so having yeah. to, or being able to do it online has been it's been nice to just stay at home and be able to help people all over the place. And yeah. Okay, cool. So what are some of the core um, principles that you focus on with fitness? I've had a few fitness people on here. Um, yeah. I have a, I have a few really good friends who are in that industry. I've had like Drew Manning. He did the fit to fat to fit. He's been on and, and he was a lot of fun and everybody kind of has their own approach to like fitness and nutrition and meal planning and things like this. So I'm curious, like, what is your approach and how do you um, like connect with people on this mm -hmm. level? So I'd say from like an avatar standpoint, we, I usually work with moms, which okay. I am one, right? <clears throat> yeah. Really well. Um, and it's my whole goal behind it was like, I want to help. There's a few different objectives I guess underlying objectives because obviously mm -hmm. you know we add you know we want to help people lose weight and we do that but um I'd say the biggest shifts that women have when they come into the program is they recognize how little time it takes to fill their cup so that they can take care of everything else they can take care of themselves 
and it doesn't take away from everything else that they have to do. Mm, I like that. I know that. that that is a huge. I've taught. I've had multiple conversations with moms when they're talking to me and they're trying to decide whether or not to do this for themselves, because it's an investment of time and money and all the stuff, right? And so, but it's they're hesitant because if they do this, then they feel like they're taking away from their kids or taking away from the time somehow right yeah, yeah and but most of them realize a few you know a couple weeks a few months in is like they're that much better of a person because they're taking that 30 minutes or that time to just be aware of what they're putting in their body and exercising right and so that mm. would be the main thing is teaching them that it's okay to prioritize themselves and then the big thing too is like i hate the whole crash diet, fad diet, eliminate whole <laughs> food groups to lose weight type thing. And so, sure, sure. so we, I mean, we just encourage them to eat. Like we, we basically just let them eat whatever they want. We just know, we just teach them how to track their calories and how to do it in a way that, you know, mm-hmm. and what's crazy is like, so we usually we give them two food lists at the beginning of the program. And we say, you know, ideally you're sticking with these for the first little bit but if you don't it's no big deal just track we just want you to track and so we just give them freedom we don't give them a calorie goal or anything for the first two or three weeks and we just let them track their food and then we kind of go from there based off where they're at but what's cool about it is if they do eat you know off of the list of like single ingredient foods that they should be eating and then we just let them eat what they want like they start to choose the healthier options themselves because you just feel better yeah. So the goal behind it is like we so we eliminate food guilt, which is another thing drives me nuts. You know, and then we but they do it with autonomy. Like it's not us telling them that it's unhealthy, it's them being like, Oh, that didn't I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like uh something you said at the beginning caught my attention, and that is you try to help people understand how little it actually takes to fill their cup or to like feel like you know and, and i guess what what that meant what that meant for me and what it what it triggered for me was that it doesn't take a lot to like start hitting your goals no like people people like catastrophize that in their head you know what i mean like oh my gosh if i want to be fit it means i got to be at the gym for 5 hours every day who has that time? So if it's not five hours, it's zero. And it's like this either or thing that they have going on. How do you break through that? So that, that, that one is the one that we'd break through a lot. So it's kind of like an all or nothing mindset, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. I think it's just encouragement. Cause when they start, I think they assume that that's what we're going to require of them. Like they're going <laughs> to the gym every day. They're only going to eat chicken and vegetables. Like it's going to suck, you know? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then as they, cause as you grow, obviously you're, you need to be pushed and there's an, uh, sure. res- what's the word diminishing returns, right? Like you have to push yourself harder to get the same results and stuff like that. And so, but especially when they're first starting out and they've, um, experienced burnout cause they've done that for two weeks and then we're like, well, this is dumb. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> in the past when we just slowly <laughs> ease them into what a healthy lifestyle is supposed to look like and they see results at the same time 
like uh, multiple times they'd be like, I didn't realize that I only needed to do 20 minutes a day. Mm. If that, or 20 minutes, three times a week. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't realize how little it did take to get the results that they were looking for. Cause most of them, like most of the people we work with, some of them do, but the majority of people that you help lose weight, they just want to feel better. They want to be able to go and hang out with their kids, go on a hike. They don't, they don't want to be limited. Right. Sure. Sure. I like and so, that, yeah. but they don't necessarily want to walk around with a six pack abs and like, they just don't, that doesn't, it's not priority for them. They just want to feel better. You know, can we sure, get them? Sure. Sure. Does it, do they want to do the work that's required to get there? Most of them don't care to, and they are okay. Like they just want to feel better. They want to feel sure. good. They want to feel confident. And mm-hmm. it doesn't take three hours in the gym every day to get there. <laughs> well, you know? yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, I like that. Just kind of like, <clears throat> it really is a mindset change for people because I think you're right. Like, and, and what's funny, like while you were talking about that, you know, some of this hustle culture that is out there would say like, and that's kind of where we get the all or nothing. It's kind of like a six pack or nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like this idea that if you, uh, if you don't want to be a part of it, if you don't want the six pack, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, it's it's like in business, right? It's like, if you're not trying to make, if you're not trying to make a million dollars, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm having fun. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> find success yourself. Don't let yeah, everything I, yeah. success. Those, those, that, that's what pisses me off. Um, because I, then I counter with like, look, if you, cause I heard this on a podcast or excuse me, I, I was interviewing a guest on a podcast and I've said this a few times on mine. Uh, he was like, look, how can you see the million dollar business idea? If you haven't failed at your thousand dollar business idea or you haven't been successful at a hundred thousand dollar business idea. He goes, you could have, you could be sitting on a million dollar business idea and you would have no clue because you haven't started anything. And I was like, there you go, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. it, dude. You know? And so it's like, like some people think they want a six pack and then they start working and they're like, actually, I like where I'm like, this is actually pretty fun. And then they, you know, and, and, and I would argue, and maybe, maybe you challenge me on this or not, but I would argue like, for for some people, the amount of mental effort that it would take to be able to like want to just like not be limited, right? Would be like the same mental effort for another person who wanted a six pack. Like, I feel like it would be the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. And I think you have to choose what you want to focus on too. Because I was talking to somebody the other day about well, okay. So I answer, I put it, I joined this like 12 week challenge with people and, you know, they were judging us off of like our best transformation or something. And I had a good one, you know, <laughs> for like being almost 18 months postpartum, you know, and, uh, I'm one of the, like, I am, I am not a bounce back quick mom. Like it takes me a long time for me to feel like, okay, I'm back, you know, yeah. um, physically. And, uh, when I was talking to somebody and I was like, well, I was talking to the, he's actually, he helps design my workouts because I have a coach too. Cause I, I do the thinking for other people. I want someone else to do mine. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm just, I'm tired of focusing on what I look like in the mirror. Cause like, I look fine in the mirror. Right. I, I may not have a six pack yet, but like, I, at, at this point it's like, I mean, I had two kids. That's it's fine. You know? 
I may not return to my 18 year old body. And I think that's okay. And uh, I was like, I'd rather focus on something else and know that what I'm doing is getting me there, you know? And so, and I have clients where I have to shift their focus too, because they'll get down to their goal weight or they'll get down. And then as they start building muscle, they'll start gaining weight and they're freaking out because they're focusing on the scale, you know? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. what are you, do you really care that you're weigh that much? Or do you want to be able to deadlift that 250 pounds that you just deadlifted yesterday? Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you have to, I mean, unfortunately you might have to pick, you know? And so yeah. I would rather focus on my strength and how I'm performing at the gym because it's more quantifiable than like, Oh, I look better than I did yesterday. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I like what you uh, said there. Um, just about like, you know, kind of like defining your own goals and getting where you want to be. I think, uh, I think a lot of people miss that. Like, I think we compare ourselves too much, which is a stoic principle, like not comparing yourself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's really hard to do though it is well especially I mean we compare ourselves all day long with social media with sure constantly. sure yeah. yeah yeah I no, I catch myself I catch myself doing that too like mm-hmm. I, I'll catch myself um seeing another person's podcast but you know what always helps me uh kind of reset my brain so like I'll look at um you know you when I first saw Joe Rogan's podcast I was like I had mine and obviously I'm not as good as Joe Rogan. And then you, but then you look at this stuff and you're like, well, yeah, but Joe Rogan has been doing like what he's been doing since he, you know, for like 25 years, I haven't even been doing it for a year and a half, you know, and then I'll see another podcaster and I'll be like, dude, why can't I do that? And then I look, and then I do research on them and I'm like, oh, they started this pod. You know, I see people with like, cause you never know someone's story. So I'll see somebody with like, who just launched a podcast and I got a million downloads on, on, on YouTube. And I'm like, what the heck, what am I doing wrong? And then I go research them and they've been like a big personality for like 15, 20 years. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. They've been doing this longer than I've been alive. So I guess I can take, you know, I guess I can chill for a minute and, 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 and I really think it's like paying your dues almost, you know, just like, all right, I got to get there. I got to put out, you know, I got to put out some, some shitty episodes. I have to do it in my room and my kids walk into a podcast, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you just got to do what you got to do. I had a mentor that called it. He said, uh, he's like, you guys, uh, he was, he helped us when we were running the gym and he said, you guys are in the Rocky cut scene. Like (laughs) the one in the Rocky movies, you know, (laughs) Right before before he wins the championship, you see all the all the work. Like he's working out and he's waking yeah. up early, he's drinking his raw eggs and he's doing all <laughs> these things. And it takes a minute and a half, and then he wins, you know. But in the movie, but really, it took yeah. like twelve months of training, yeah, for him to be able to be Rocky at the end. And so he's like, just we're just putting in the reps. We're just getting it done, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I like that. I think, I think, um, there's a lot of important principles. I mean, I like the fitness industry as like a life teacher, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It just teaches a lot about life and a lot about the reality of the situation. I think that is what's pretty cool about, about any fitness journey about like a weight room is like, you know, 200, you know, like when I used to 
like I don't bench press like I don't do any of that anymore I just like I jump rope and I do jujitsu and I'm like whatever I'll do some deadlifts or whatever some kettlebells but like when I when I used to do like when we were like working out in, in college football and things like that um it was crazy like 250 pounds felt light one day and really heavy the next day and it was mm-hmm. such a mental like beat down it was like because you could have you could be feeling really good and then all of a sudden and like for no reason you did everything right and like you've done this before but now it's 100 times harder and you can't figure it out why and it's just like well it's just today man like you just oh. got to keep going to and uh that's just one of the many principles but that's always one that I go back to I'm like 250 pounds can be easy one day and really hard the next day. Yep. I don't know. At least that was our experience. And, and I wasn't working out with like, I mean, we were working out with some pretty strong guys, peak condition, like, and it happened to all of us all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> well, I think it, that's how life is, you know, one yeah, day exactly, yeah. you feel like you're, you know, floating on air and the next day you're like, why I had a good day yesterday. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I do that with my podcast. Like, ah, dude. And I have all of this data. That's like, you're doing, you're doing all right. You know, we're doing fine. Like we're having fun. We bring on some cool people. We'd have a lot of cool experiences. And then like the, a day later, I'm like, dude, this is the worst podcast. Nobody's going to listen to it. (laughs) Like, I don't, I can't believe this. You're like, chill, man, just chill. (laughs) Yeah. I have those conversations, but it's cool because it's really just insightful. It just builds a lot of empathy with people. Um, I'm sure you see that every day. I'm sure people, I'm sure people comment to you about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Well, it's cool that everything, how you do one thing is how you do everything. One thing. One ha, of my yes. Things, yeah. Is that a stoic thing? I think it is, isn't it? I think so. Um, I had one client and it was like my favorite. I had it on a testimonial video and she said, she didn't realize that when she takes the, you know, the 20 minutes to work out and then the five minutes to log all of her food for the day. And then she just like ate what she said she was going to eat. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't realize how more in control I felt about all the aspects of my life. So just them taking control of those two things, which are simple, you know, mm-hmm. not easy, but they're simple. Yeah. <laughs> then. <laughs> Like she, her house was cleaner. She felt like she got, you know, she could work and be a mom at the same time. And it didn't feel overwhelming and everything just <laughs> to flow better. And I've seen that in my life too. In fact, when I was running the gym, I, when I first started the gym, when my son was like two, three months old, when we opened it, it was a really silly decision of my, but, but we made it work. <laughs> it was hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, but so he, I probably, I didn't work out very consistently when I first opened the gym. Cause I was so stressed about the gym, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I can't focus on that because I have to focus on the gym and um, I'd throw it in. I was probably doing like two or three workouts a week consistently, but not, you know, not every day. It was kind of haphazard. It was like, it wasn't, or it was not, I wasn't in control of that aspect. And then like a year into it I started working out consistently and I went I uh hired a coach to keep me accountable and almost like immediately not only did I start taking care of myself but I started the business started to grow because I was I was more focused in all the areas you know Mm -hmm. like 
Mm -hmm. I, just because I took control of those two things. And so that's a lot of what I like to teach people is like, you don't realize how much just changing those two things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we know that it's going to help, you know, you feel better and get healthy and fit into smaller clothes and all that stuff, but you don't realize how much, how, what kind of impact it does make on all the other areas of your life. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, at that point, it's just discipline. And mm -hmm. if you can have that discipline here, you can have it somewhere else. And it just creates that, that mental, you know, that brain loop where it's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I just, I'm on autopilot now. Cause I can do this here and I can do that there. And, uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing when you are able to prove to yourself and you have evidence in one area. And I liked, uh, the story of your client who was writing things down. I think that, you know, journaling gets a bad rap for a lot, for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't talk about journaling in like a very, like a stoic way, or even like a mainstream way. Um, I think journaling is super important, but mm -hmm. I don't think I, you, there can be, you can just do it. Like, I think that yeah. just like, if you want to have a gratitude journal sweet, if you want to just like, I use journaling for brain dumps, like that's it. I mm -hmm. like, um, cause I have ADHD and in my head, I feel like there's a hundred things wrong. And then I'm like, all right, I'll just write it all down. And then it usually ends up being two and both of them are out of my control. And then I get to wad up the piece of paper and throw it away. And that's my like mental, you know, my symbolic, mm -hmm. like letting go of things. And, uh, but when you were talking about just her writing things down and documenting things, there was a really cool lesson that I learned about why journaling is so important and why you keep stuff. So now I keep all my stuff on my journaling and he, cause he, uh, he started a really successful business because one day he woke up and he read his old journals. Like he was like, I want to read something. And so he picked up his old journals and uh, then he put them down and he said, today's the day and went and created a really successful business that day. And uh, well started, I mean, it obviously didn't happen in a day, but it was just cool. Like when you document things and you can physically see your progression it's cool like it changes you cool. you're like wow that's me right mm -hmm. I actually do I do the same thing so I have yeah I go through phases of journaling but most of my journaling is like this is what I want like this is my vision for the future and I like write it out <clears throat> yeah and I'll write down sometimes I'll like brain up what's in my head like you said you know or yeah. what I'm worried about or all that stuff and it usually yeah. just ends up, like it's a big blog on the page but because I, <laughs> I feel better you know so sometimes yeah, it's like, for sure these are the things I'm grateful for I have no organization with it I just go yeah. with it what I feel that day and which, I actually, which is great <laughs> which is great and I turned to I have I like ran it randomly opened up to um <clears throat> March of 2020 and I was reading through like how I was feeling you know and what I was worried about and like it was just, it was cool to look back and be like, hey, things are yeah. good. Yeah, things are we made it. Right? We made it through that, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. and that just lets you get get this like future perspective, right? And and for me, it just, I mean, and if you want to get like really stoic about it, it's, it just helps you kind of stay in the present because you're like, look, every one of my favorite, and I don't know if I said this on when we talked about stoicism on your podcast, but one of my favorite phrases and it's found in it kind of, like for me it came from scriptures 
mm-hmm. like the Bible. But the uh, um, the phrase "and it came to pass" is one oh, of my favorites. We did talk about it? Oh, uh, did we? Okay, it's one of my like it's my. Yeah, it's that's a good one. Yeah, well, it's just like it passes, and that kind of ties in with like a really f- like famous Stoic quote. Well, I don't know if it's sto- like it, it's a Stoic phrase, but I don't know if you find it anywhere because you know you find like these little things here and there, and you're like, that's really Stoic. And one of them is like you know, and it came to pass ties in well with Winston Churchill's quote. That's like failure isn't fatal and success isn't forever. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, look, it's all going to go one day. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. To, like I watch, you know, maybe like young salesmen in the heyday and I'm just like, they're like, what's your piece of advice for young sales guys? I'm just like strap in <laughs> like, you know, Oh, this is never going to end. I'm like, all right. The money might not, something like, it came to pass, oh, like everything, oh, everything passed, <laughs> everything just, you know, and when I get like a crazy, you know, there's a crazy, uh, you know, situation. I'm just like, take a breath. You're like, it's eventually going to go away. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it all doesn't matter. Well, and there's a, I think there's a yeah. quote that's from like, a an apostle of the church, Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, where he's like, mm-hmm. it'll all be all right in the end. <laughs> all right it's not the end you know yeah like yeah, yeah 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 universal redemption or whatever it's like sure life's gonna suck sometimes but it's all gonna be okay yeah 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 yeah. and and so you just embrace the suck you just take it for what it is yeah. and uh and and did i tell you i mean i talk about this stuff all the time and and so i'm i i'm really glad when new people listen so that you know old you know older listeners don't have to hear all the same shit all the time but i go like one of my favorite books is uh oh my gosh and of course i would forget the title oh uh, everything happens for a reason and other lies i've loved oh you did tell me about that i wrote it down yes 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 yes. there's only a handful of books that i recommend to people um and i like i have a lot but uh that's definitely one of them because it just makes you like it just challenges you and i like books that like make you think and like Cause yeah. I feel like that's where progression happens. Like I like to challenge people because mm-hmm. it makes you think like if I can, if I can challenge you on a position, you have to justify it to me. Yep. And, and, and you know, you just, and, or justify it to yourself. Like you, you can't just mm-hmm. believe this and not tell me why <laughs> even yeah. give me some reason. Or yeah, I love doing stuff like that. In fact, yeah. I was telling mom the other day, cause I was listening to, so kind of funny family background like my my brother is very liberal like <laughs> all the way go, all the way across right? yeah and then yeah. my I, my family like my grandparents and everyone in general is they're more you know conservative and so it's really fun, <laughs> really fun. and yeah. I am dead center like yeah. I remember when last election I took some quiz that was like who should you vote for because I really was like, I don't know. And so yeah. I took it and it was like 51% red, 49% blue. And I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really helpful. <laughs> right. Anyway, well, and, yeah. <laughs> Go and ahead. so I, but like my favorite thing is like, my dad will tell me something and I'll be like, okay, okay. And then I'll call my brother and be like, yo, what's going on with this? And then he'll be like, oh, well, this is what they're saying. And I'm like, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you kind of get both sides. I, yeah and uh politically i'm i'm like i'm not left right or center you're just which is, I'm, which is yeah 
I don't. I mean, like, like I think I like <laughs> the thing is like you're a libertarian, and I'm like, well, I'm now gonna vote that way for the rest of my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I just see like, you know, I don't want to get too political, but you just see like the double standards, like like when oh. Hillary Clinton was running, everybody mm-hmm. was like, everybody was like, vote for the first woman president. If you don't vote for a woman president, you're like anti-feminist and Oh, I you know. Hate, you hate yeah. women, right? And then we had the election with Joe Biden and Donald Trump, and there was actually a woman running, Joe Jorgensen. And right. like, and and that's who I voted for. And there were no nobody, yeah, and, she, and nobody said anything. Like, like nobody even knew that a woman was running for president. Nope. On either side, and I was like, and it was just, it, it just like that was one of the times that it proved to me that it was like, now now I know that this really doesn't like no matter (laughs) i I, I don't know yes like like voting matters and you should take the time but i think community voting matters more like what happens in your community you know what i'm saying very much so yeah i don't know i don't know i just uh, all of that's very frustrating but i like your no it's all a show yeah yeah yeah. i'm like well they're just playing you know they they want to stir the pot you're playing into that so yeah yeah exactly Uh, but i do like that that uh that you know that difference in there because it's really fun too but i like to play you know i like to tease my i have really i have friends who are really liberal i have friends who are really conservative and my favorite pastime is making them both mad Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what's cool is like you can be like, well, yeah, but they say this, so. Yeah, or like you know, I just like uh, whenever we get on social media or, and it gets political, my favorite question is like, "Are you sure?" And uh, people really don't like that question. I just no. go, "Are you sure?" And they'll then they'll start yelling at me, and I'm like, "All right, well, I guess so." <laughs> <laughs> you are sure where you stand? No, yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Uh, no, that's cool. So do you? So with uh with um like your fitness and your and your um nutrition and all of that good stuff with uh online how do you feel like people respond to like an online you know fitness and nutrition just as like a presence there because is that a hard barrier to come overcome and the reason that i ask that is because i feel like it would be pretty common like what you know i don't have to go to a gym or anything like this must be crazy yeah um I haven't really seen it more as an obstacle. There's been a few times where people have just like, well, I would prefer to meet with someone in person, you know? Um, But for the most part, I think the people that I've come across that have joined up, they've liked it better Mm -hmm. because they didn't have to be a certain place at a certain time, you know? And and they didn't go to a certain, like there was no drive time. There was no like trying to figure out that kind of stuff because that those were obstacles that we ran into at the gym was like well these are our class times you know what time oh yeah like none of those because i work (laughs) 2 a.m to noon like they you know what i mean like it's like well clearly you're not and then so like i say i'd run into obstacles more at the gym and the cool thing too is like if they have a peloton or they have a oh cool anything beach body you know whatever it's like oh you want to do those workouts that's fine but we're still going to coach you because you're clearly not doing them, you know? (laughs) Well, and you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I think, and, and I've talked about this before again, like, it's crazy how we've like come full circle, like with everything, 
Like, oh, like we revolutionized the fitness industry when we could do stuff online, right? And now we're all coming. And then like that ease of convenience, Mm -hmm. like made it, that was like, made it harder Mm -hmm. to like work out. Like, I know that's been the case for me. Like, um, that's why I like jujitsu because Mm -hmm. like, I have to, I have to get up. I have to go somewhere. Other Mm -hmm. people are like, I'm, I'm big. I'm a fat guy. So there's not a lot of fat guys in jujitsu. Like, and I mean that literally like they invented a weight class in jujitsu because like it's Brazilian and right. Brazilians don't typically get as big as America. I don't know. Maybe they do, but they don't, they didn't have a weight class for somebody over 240, 250. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like ultra heavyweight. <laughs> it's awesome. like, you have like heavyweight, super heavyweight. And then there's like an ultra. And I was like, that makes me feel real good about myself. Yeah. And I, I jumped in and did it, but like, you know, I have people there who like, you know, what need us there. And like, we have like this team thing, like, that's why I like it because like, yeah, I have a gym, like literally 10 steps away from me, mm-hmm. like in our thing. And I don't ever go. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say like every, yeah, it would just depend on who you are and what what you want. Cause I'm course, I, like, we have dumbbells and stuff like it right here. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like to like, first of all, this is my office. So this is work. <laughs> I'm down here. Like I'm like, I'm at work. So, yeah. but I have a gym pass and I go to the gym, but I have somebody tell me what to do. That's not at the gym. And what's funny <laughs> is like I owned a group training facility and I hated group classes. For <laughs> <laughs> and people yeah. were always like, why don't you just, cause I would work out when people were there, but I would like be off in my corner with my headphones in and do my thing. And they'd be like, why don't you just come work out with us? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't understand. And I was like, well, it's just not like, you have to find, in fact, I'm like really adamant with everybody about this is like, you have to find your love for fitness and what that looks like. So like with you, it's sure. you know, yeah, yeah. And like, you have to try new things. Like maybe you buy the Peloton or the thing tonal, whatever. Like, yeah, whatever they and are. If you don't like it. Like that's, it's okay. Like it doesn't, it, you don't have to do the thing. Like you can find the thing that actually you want to do because <laughs> like I hated Zumba. Like I'm not going to go to Zumba. I'm not going to go to high fitness. I'm not going to go yeah. to the group classes. I'm going to go with my headphones in, listen to my violent music and lift heavy weights. <laughs> and not everybody wants that, but that's yeah. what they want, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I even yeah. like, I did a boxing. I went to a boxing gym for a while. And it was fun, but I didn't, I don't like working out groups, which is really funny because I played team sports my whole life. Sure. Uh, and, uh, and see, that's why I don't like, that's why I don't like going to a gym. Like, I don't want to work out by myself. Like I don't, cause like, I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, like, I don't, I don't need to, like, I don't need to go to the gym and prove anything to anybody. Like, I don't care if you can bench press more than me, squat more than me, or if mm-hmm. you, or if you don't have like an inner tube around, like I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. <laughs> like, so I'd rather go somewhere where we can all have fun and like, we're uh, beating the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. That's fun to me. Yeah. So that's what I tell people. <laughs> figure out what, 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 do you, find your joy in the fitness because it's, yeah. it's there, you know, like whether it's hiking or rock climbing or walking. Or- oh, dude. Oh, 
rock climbing is the worst. Oh, it's so Good hard. Gandhi. That is it's so, so hard. hard. <laughs> I look at, I'm like, yeah, they're like, do you want to, I, I so my jujitsu gym is at a rock climbing gym. It's at the front in yeah. Murray or wherever that is, uh, something like that. Um, and it's always funny because it's a rock climbing gym. They're like, do you want to rock climb? And I'm like, I'm too fat for rock climbing. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm right. not. Like, and dude yeah but i mean they used to but like the only rock climbing i ever did growing up was like when the national guard came to your high school to recruit you and they yeah. would like whoever can get up the fastest got like a 10 dollar gift card or something so like that was cool but i've always been like bigger my whole life and so like i don't know i didn't really you know i just and it's fine like i like it's fine for me like i don't really care um mm -hmm. because i i can do stuff you know what i mean it's just yeah. funny like i people I don't know. And I also get a lot of heat for saying fat all the time. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I'm also, and then I make a joke, like I'm also just an amateur comedian every Wednesday at Wise Guys on open mic. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's just funny. Like I, I think people, I make fun of it because people take it too seriously. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, why don't you just chill? <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. I don't know. I don't know. I think, well, and, and it's like, you're, you know, every body is different, right? Mm -hmm. Like health, healthy, I think looks different. I, I don't know if I subscribe to like the healthy at every size, but I do think healthy looks different on everybody. Like it doesn't look the same, right? It's not like a six pack or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I do believe that like, or like, you know, the baseball in your bicep or whatever, like, like that's not fit. You know what I mean? That, that, that might not be healthy for someone else. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, and sometimes like it's got to be holistically healthy too, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. If you are anorexic, you're skinny, but you're not healthy. Yeah. Okay. But it's not healthy. You're yeah. physically healthy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Good point. And I've met, like, I have a friend, one of my really good friends. In fact, she, she got down, like she, I mean, she was at a healthy weight, but like she was running marathons and running a lot and she wasn't, she didn't feel good but she looked, mm. she looked healthy, but like, she didn't feel healthy, you know? And then yeah. when she stopped running so much and she still runs, but like, not as much, like she wasn't obsessed with it anymore. And she just kind of like, she gained a little weight, but she's like, I just feel better. Like I like, Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And you just have to, you have to find what healthy means to you and what yeah. your, you looks like, you know? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, yeah, I, I went through all of the, like I wrestled for I don't know, like 10 years or 12 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I guess I still do, but like, I went through all the weight cuts. I went through all that unhealthy stuff. And yeah. uh, it's just not like, it's not like it, we just all developed really bad habits <laughs> from cutting weight so much. Like, yep. yeah, I mean, and we, and we were like, we wrestled, like I grew up in the class that like, now you have to do like, uh, they do like um, hydration tests like like a month before like uh the season starts mm -hmm. um when i was in wrestling they didn't do that and they and you had you could weigh in twice and you got an hour between weigh-ins and you could do whatever you wanted to in, in that hour to make weight. oh my gosh oh well okay hold on not anything not anything not anything like you couldn't you couldn't like make yourself throw up or anything like that right. but you could like put trash bags on and go to the boiler room and run around for an hour and uh well you, you know it's just not healthy it's just not healthy like no. you know it's just crazy and that is also when i learned funny enough that 
water um, sticks to itself and actually makes everything drier. Like that's why licking your lips makes them chapped or like, uh-huh. or like when you take a shot, like if you're really dehydrated yeah. and you go into the water and you like, so like my friends would get really dehydrated because they didn't drink any water or anything. Mm-hmm. So they would go into the shower to try to like see if their skin could absorb some water and it actually made their skin drier. You know what I mean? And so it was actually more uncomfortable and like, yeah, but like the best example is like licking your lips will make chapped lips worse Yeah, because like water sticks to itself and comes, you know, and maybe that's not like the scientific term, but that's like, whatever it, it, if I don't say, you know, it stays, it's, it's true either way. (laughs) I'm not saying it right, but I'm not a scientist. So whatever. (laughs) There is a scientific word. I know. Yeah. can't think of what it's called yeah but like yeah so for example yeah so for example like you know they would they would try to like i said they would try to take showers made their skin drier made it crack more Mm -hmm. and you're like what's going on and you're just like taking too many showers like your body's actually drying up you know and uh it's 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 really weird i don't know but like yeah so don't kill yourself like i we did all of that and i have no interest in it anymore i don't care (laughs) <laughs> like I had a thought of like oh maybe I'll do a bodybuilding competition and I talked to somebody that did it and I was like no those are tough man those well, are tough. That had, like, yeah. she's like oh yeah like she'd been doing it for a long time and she's like oh I've like she had so many health problems from doing it so like they're standing there on stage and you're like oh you know yeah here's this healthy person like well yeah and it's like, no, they're actually, their organs are like dying, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They yeah. And really I mean, good. I, yeah, I don't even know. I, I've seen some of the bodybuilders and I don't know. I just don't, I'm like, I don't care. Well, <laughs> like it doesn't look good to me. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't know. You just like, because, uh, I mean, but everybody, if you know, I don't care you know, people can do whatever they want. I mean, cause I'm sure there's like a healthy way to do bodybuilding. Oh yeah. There, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, there, I think there has to be like because anything like it. there's, I remember reading a book, yeah. Ronda Rousey's book. Okay. She, I haven't read Ronda Rousey's book, but Ronda Rousey's awesome. she is awesome. Um, so she talked about how, when she would cut, when she was training before she like got a coach and before she learned like all how to do the nutrition and how to cut weight, mm-hmm. she was doing it like a super unhealthy way, but she would do it, you know? And then yeah. she was like, I didn't realize how like that there was a healthy way to do it yeah <laughs> right yes that's the that's the idea right because there is a healthy way to cut weight yeah um there, there you can you can cut 20 pounds uh it should take you what it what, 20 pounds should take you a couple months not yeah. <laughs> not one uh, month <laughs> right uh so it's just funny that but yes i think that you just have to find that balance you know that I like having fitness and, and nutrition, you know, experts on here because it's just something that I think we get really skewed a lot of, well, because of, I think, I think, you know, cause when I hear like, uh, we compare ourselves to people on Instagram, like I don't really do that a whole lot. Like I do with like podcasting and stuff and I snap out of it really quick, but if you're, I guess if you're into fitness and stuff or you're comparing like bodies, mm-hmm. like I guess you would, that would be like bombarded, but you know, what's funny. I talked to another fitness coach and and he was like, he would talk to people and do consultations or whatever. And he'd be like, all right, well, what are your goals? And somebody would send him a picture 
And he's like, dude, you like, if that's your goal, you're going to fail. Like they would send, they would be like a, you know, they'd be like me, like 28, you know, and, and like a dad and full working, you know, like super busy. And they send him a picture of like an, like a 23 year old, like bodybuilder, you know? Right. And like, he, they're like, he's like, no, you don't like, I'm here to tell you that you probably don't want that. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. with your schedule and, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, you probably don't want that. You know? yep. And so I think it's really cool that you just like walk people through it's, you know, their definition of, of what fitness and health looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's going to make them excited? Cause that's ultimately, true. you know, three hours in the gym, usually, doesn't <laughs> get excited, but it would make some people excited, but most I people, don't know are, who I don't really want to do that. In yeah, fact, no I had a, I had a husband that joined his wife because usually I work with women, but sometimes if we have a guy, it's like, Hey husband, come do this with me. Right. Okay. And he was like, I want to like, he said, he didn't send me a picture, but he was like describing what he wanted. And I was like, (laughs) do you want to work out longer than 30 minutes a day? Cause he got really good results and he was getting stronger, but he was only doing 30 minutes a day. And I was like, okay, but do you want to work out for longer than 30 minutes a day? And he was like, well, no. And I said, then change your goal. (laughs) <laughs> because you know and, I was, and by the way like nothing's wrong with changing nothing's your goal. wrong with changing your goal it's just like you just yeah. need to realize that it's going to take more and you have to be willing to put in the effort to get there and if you're not then it's okay to shift it right and yeah, like, i think so it's the like, same I, business, you know if you want a million yeah. dollar business this is what's going to take to get there do you want to do it is yeah. it worth sacrificing all of this yeah I agree. And see the hustle culture will be like, don't change your goals, change the effort. And I'm like, "Mm." but sometimes, but it's okay not to want that. It's okay to like, I heard this in a rap song. I love hip hop. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love hip hop is because I'm, I'm super weird. Like hip hop to me is like poetry. And so I listen to the, you know, like I, I like the, I like the um, type of rap, like where they tell, you know, like they, tell stories and like yeah mm-hmm. they call them bars and stuff like that yeah and there was a there was a rapper don michael jr who said in one of his songs he said it's okay to change your goal if you don't want to eat the price and i was like there you go i mean like why are we why are we bagging on people who want to change their goal when like that was the original they like i've always had a hard time with goals and and the reason i have a hard time with goals is the only reason is because like if you asked me like the, the question I hate the most is like, where do you want to be in five years? I don't know. Dude. I don't know where I want to be in six months, dude. I'm like, right now I'm in the stage of entrepreneurship in my life where I'm taking opportunities mm-hmm. like, Oh, that looks like a good opportunity. The cost benefit, you know, the risk and out is comes back fine. Like I'm going to take it. And it could be something that I don't even like something wild, totally off the charts. But for me, I would never have known what my goals, what I want my goals to be, or the type of person that you need to be to hit certain things without like constantly taking opportunities and figuring out what you want. So it's like, yeah, of course it's okay to change your goal. Yeah. I've never been one of those. (laughs) Like you can have a vision of the future, right? But like that vision can change and it can be, I, I don't know. I hate that well, too. When but, you start, yeah. When you just start living and you realize like, Hey, this was a cool goal, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not for me, you know? And I, and I understand, I understand the fine balance of, 
of like, yeah, but if I would have said that, then I never would have hit this and I never would have been here. I pushed through and yeah, that's the trick, right? That's the, and if everybody, and if you could solve that problem for everybody, yep, you would be a billionaire. yeah and there's trade-offs to everything because i remember some guy i was listening to and he was talking about trade-offs and he was talking about how like when you compare your if you are comparing yourself which you shouldn't anyway but he was saying like he was talking about him so he he's like i don't know he's got he's like a multimillionaire and he's 31 right like he's Mm -hmm. (laughs) like but he's like most people won't do what i did to become who i am and that's okay. You know, yeah, he's like, sure, it's, yeah. and when I tell people what I did, like, he's like, I sacrificed, like, he's like, what can, he wrote a list, I guess, when he first started his entrepreneurial journey, entrepreneurial journey of like all the things that he was willing to give up to, in order to hit the, whatever his goal was. Right. Yeah, sure. Or something. And it was like everything, like he wouldn't watch sports. He wouldn't watch Netflix. He wouldn't, you know, like all this stuff. And it was like, most people friends like out going out with friends like all like things Mm -hmm. that like make life awesome he's like no i'm not gonna do that because i'm gonna hit this goal and so yeah he sacrificed all these things and now he hit his goal but but i think the whole like okay now i want to live my life well it's like well how do you i think he almost (laughs) forgot how to do that do you know what i mean like yeah yeah i remember listening to him and i was like here i am a mom trying to run this business i only have so many hours in the day to do what I'm doing like am I (laughs) fulfilling all of that am I doing the best that I can given what I have without sacrificing things that I'm not willing to sacrifice you know yeah yeah that's the question I think that you need to ask yourself is like here's the goal can I get there with the resources that I currently have and what am I willing to sacrifice to get there and if you're not willing to sacrifice the things then yeah okay with the pace that you're going because like sometimes it's not can I get the goal? It's like, how long is it going to take me to get there? You yeah. Know? How fast, how fast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not- yeah. I, I heard a quote uh, in stoicism, but it's great. It's a great quote. It's like from Mark Manson, but he said, it's not, you know, the question isn't, can I do whatever it takes? The question is, what am I willing to give up? Like, yep. that's always the question. Like people are like, I'll do whatever it takes, but you're thinking that, like, cause some people are okay working 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't okay only working three hours a day because that's all you have. You know, it's kind of goes back to this thing. Like yeah. I'll work, you know, I'll work. I would work 12 hours a day if I had it, man. Yeah. But you won't work half an hour. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're, he, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to do this thing because it, you know, I don't have the time. Like I know it takes, you know, I heard, I heard Gary V or these guys or Tom Bill or Tony Robbins say they worked all night. They never sleep. And, you know, if I could do that, I would be there. And I'm like, yeah, but, but you won't take an hour. You won't do something for an hour. Dude. Well, it's, it's like, like, it's the all or nothing thing. It's yeah, like, well, it's not all or nothing. Yeah. So I'm just not going to do it at all. Like, yeah. 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 Because it's like this fantasy people live in. If I had 12 hours a day, I'd totally do it. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Have you, you have you listened to the book or read the book grit? Yes, by Aunt, uh, Angela Duckworth. Yeah. Yeah, when she talks about how, like, we, uh, she calls it like mystify. We mystify success. Yeah. And then totally... because if they're successful, well, they didn't sleep all night and they have 12 hours a day to work. So 
guess I won't be seeing. Guess it's that's not why, for me in the car. Yeah, that's why I'm not. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and that's, oh. and that's, yeah, for me, that's different than changing your goal. For me, that's like, if you've answered the question, what are you willing to sacrifice? And you've written those things down mm-hmm. and you're okay with the timeline. And then you start to realize like, this doesn't fit who I am. Mm-hmm. Change the goal. Like, that's fine. Like put in the effort. You realize, oh, I gave it hundred percent. Probably isn't what I'm, I'm meant to do, but like not even starting is di- a whole different thing. You know what oh, I mean? Like, and using it as a reason to not even. Yeah, exactly. Try. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember, yeah. yeah, like in the, I was in a mentoring group for a while and like the whole thing was like hitting the million dollar run rate at your gym and whatever. And I remember talking to people and I was like, like I, I had that, like, I was like, I just wasn't willing to sacrifice what I would have had to sacrifice is ultimately what it came down to. And so like, yeah. I just set the different goal, you know, like yeah. I was like, this is what I want. And so I'm just going to work there. And then I was, and then I'll reevaluate, you know, but it, <laughs> right. but it was like, set the goal that makes the most sense with the timeline you have and the resources you have, and then just go for it. Right. And it's, yeah. And for me, it's just, that's, it's so crazy. Well, thank you so much, Kayla, for being here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Before we sign off, tell everybody where they can find you. I know you got a free group to coach in. So let everybody know. If you go to lifeunlimitedpro.com, they'll have everything you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you so much, Kayla. Yep. You're welcome.